Okay, everybody, what is up? What is up? I am quickly making this. I probably will not be very long. I, uh, yeah, to make a long story short, I'm traveling and I thought that I was going to have space to pack this book with me to make it, to make this podcast at my destination, but that's just not possible. So I am going to try to quickly make this before I depart. I just got done reading 100 Years of Solitude by, uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. I realized in my last podcast, I thought that his name was Mar- his last name was Martinez, and it's not. It's Marquez. And this book, okay, it is so hard. <laughs> I am, and it's probably also hard for me. It was hard because I'm trying to read two books a year in Spanish, and this is the one that I chose to read in Spanish. It's about 500 pages long, and Gabriel Garcia Marquez is from Colombia, so I was like, perfect. I get to read it how it was originally written, and the book is just, it is so difficult. Okay, I would recommend this book. I would recommend this book. Obviously, it's a a classic. Uh, The author, uh, Marquez, won a Nobel Prize prize of literature in 1982 for um writing this book and it like it's one of those books that you need i wish that i had like a professor i wish that i read this in like a literature class who like knew what was going on and could like guide me and teach me through it because i there's so much that i didn't understand and i already need to put this book similar with um, East of Eden. It's like one of those books to like totally understand you're going to have to read it more than once or you're going to have to have that professor to teach you because the book follows. Let me read the first, the first paragraph of the book. The book follows this family and I'm going to be roughly translating all of the quotes that I want to share into English. Um, so the first paragraph says many years after in front of the firing squad the colonel aureliano buendia had to remember that one afternoon that one remote afternoon when his father took him to know took him to discover ice and like there's already so much to unpack from that like one paragraph so it jumps right into the middle of the story when Aureliano Buendia is in front of this firing squad, and he remembers back to when his father took him to know ice. Took him to, I don't know, discover ice. And the first line is many years after. So it's like, (laughs) like the first paragraph does such a good job, I think, of describing kind of like the writing style of, also sorry if it's like, I, somebody told me that my um, audio quality was scary, and I'm, I just I'm, I apologize about that. I don't have a studio, don't have a microphone. I'm just we're just rolling with it, and so I'm sorry if it's like windy or if there's noises. Um, but anyway, it jumps right into the story, but it talks. It's like many years after, so it's like forward thinking and then he has to remember back when his father took him to know the ice so then it's like 
backwards. So it's like all happening and it's all, it all happens in the same sentence. And that's how it is for the entire book. There's not much dialogue. Um, but I think one of the main themes of this book is like, I don't know how to say it without sounding pretentious, the cyclical nature of time. Like it follows this family, the Buendia family in this imaginary town called Macondo. And I think Macondo takes place somewhere similar to where um, Gabriel Garcia Marquez is from, like Colombia area. There's a part when it talks about the banana, banana farmers and how they're kind of exploited for their work. Anyway, and um, where was I going with that? It's like, oh, so it follows this guy. It's not even just one guy. It's the Buendia family and seven, seven generations of this family. And all of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are named um, Aureliano. And a lot of them are named Jose Arcadio. And, <laughs> like, there's Aureliano II, there's this Colonel Aureliano, there's Jose Arcadio the first, and I don't know, there's just, like, so many of them. And that's obviously, like, one of the themes is just how kids are destined to repeat the mistakes and um, inherit. There's a, there's a line on page let me just like briefly find this on page 55 it says and again this is just like me translating and i do not proclaim to be the translator it's that children inherit craziness from their parents um so that's like the whole book is how we're kind of just all trapped in this we're trapped in the, in the circumstances into which we were born. It's like nurture versus nature. And like, we don't get to choose where we're born, but where we're born shapes so much of who we are. And all these people born in Macondo have to go through all of these like crazy things. And they all make the same mistakes as the people before them, just in different ways. Another thing that's um, interesting about this and they're so, like, I cannot emphasize how much of this book that I do not understand. <laughs> but, um, like, there's so many little stories with each of the characters. And there's so many characters. And I don't know if each story needs to make sense. But a lot of them don't. Like, a lot of them are kind of supernatural. Like, there's ghosts and people fly and... There's gypsies, and there's, like, magic, and there's all this stuff that happens, but it's just told in such a matter-of-fact way that it's almost like it's it's real, you know, to the people living in Macondo. Like, I'm, for some reason, remembering this one part where... And there's a lot of, a lot of the characters die, and at the end, there's hardly any characters left. <laughs> and... It's like surprising because, I don't know, I'm also thinking of when at the very end there's a child that's born and then all of a sudden, that's just way too much to unpack right now and I need to 
and I need to go. But the child is born, and then all of a sudden the child gets eaten by ants. And it's like, what was the, you know, it's like, what's, what was the purpose? What was the point of that? And, um, anyway, what was I even saying before that? Oh, a lot of people die, but then there are people that live till they're like 104 years old or people that come back as ghosts and talk to them. So it's like the story goes on, but it never really like finishes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know that I sound crazy. I've literally been talking for eight minutes and about what I have no idea. Um, and yeah, I don't really know what the whole purpose of this book is. I think a big part of it is, I think it starts to make sense in like chapter 12. There's this, there's gringos that move in and yeah, I'm pretty sure it says gringos in the book. If not, it says foreigners, <laughs> but I just imagine them as gringos. I'm not sure. And they kind of exploit all of the people of Macondo for uh, banana harvesting and things like that. And it, I think it reflects, this book is supposed to reflect like the story of the colonization. Well, maybe not the colonization, but like the story of Latin America and how like they're exploited, their goods are exploited by the bigger man and how they're kind of just all, I need, I feel like I need to read like a biography on Gabriel Garcia Marquez to fully understand like the point of view that he's coming from. But I think that's the point that he's trying to make is like, this is the story of, um, of his people, you know, like, yeah. And so the book kind of finishes off like, yes, they've been repeating the cycle for seven generations, but it kind of gives, um, I feel like it gives a little sliver of hope at the end. This book in a weird, weird way is very similar to East of Eden by John Steinbeck. I personally prefer East of Eden. It made more sense in my brain and maybe that was just because it was written in English. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they both share those themes of, like, repeating the mistakes of our, of our ancestors. Um, 100 Years of Solitude does it in a way that's a lot more, like, supernatural and, like, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. This <laughs> Actually, I don't want to say sorry. These are my honest thoughts of the book, and this is what I got. So... Um, yeah, I think those are like the, the main points that I wanted to make before I head out in this book. I don't even know if I already mentioned, but there's not a lot of dialogue. It's the, it's just a narrator who narrates it all. And you'll be reading one chapter and then it'll be like many years later in like one paragraph that'll be like much later. And then like, it will go back in time and I don't know. There's so many vignettes. Like there was this lady, this was when, this is almost a, a book that I just decided not to finish. It was on page like 130 and I was so confused as to what was going on. There was this girl named Rebecca and she keeps just like eating dirt. And I'm like, okay, she needs to be done. But I persevered 
And uh, let me just finish by reading this one last, um, this one last, (laughs) I'm like forgetting words, this one last excerpt from the book. I feel like it summarizes the whole thing very well. Um, Okay, so this girl named Pilar, she comes back. She, like, had disappeared for so long, and all of a sudden she's back, and she's, like, older than 100 years, and Pilar's asking Aureliano, one of the Aurelianos, kind of what happened while she was gone. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And he starts to tell her, and, um, like, in in the middle of while he's telling her, she just starts hysterically laughing. And she says, okay, here I go translating again. It says, there had not been any mystery in her heart, in the heart of a Buendia that was impenetrable for her. Because after a century of experiences um, with the history of this family, she learned that it was all just one giant wheel that had kept doing circles until eternity. (laughs) That is the worst translation I think I've ever done. But anyway, basically, to summarize it in my own words, she laughs out loud because before he even finishes telling her what happened to his family, she already knows because she's like, after a hundred years of experience with this family, I already know what, what happened while I was gone and I wasn't even here. Um, just to emphasize like that cyclical, cyclical nature, human nature. Do we ever really change or are we doomed to act the same way that we've always doomed? We've been acting lately. <laughs> Anyway, that is my, I thought that I was going to make this quick, but that is my review on 100 Years of Solitude. It's honestly a good book. I just, I don't know if my brain is big enough yet to process the message. I, I need to reread it, and I need somebody who's already read it to teach me, um, because it's just a lot. Anyway, hope you enjoyed. I know it's a bit... <sighs> a bit lackluster this um review but those are my thoughts on 100 years of solitude great book if you're looking for a challenge would recommend thanks for listening to carson reads called carson reads because i'm carson i read ciao